hey, 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 folks. Hey, welcome back. Yeah, to the Basement Show podcast. Short. That's right, baby. That's right. All right, T. Today, we have the origin of the honeymoon. Oh. Oh, here we go. I. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. Uh, I hope you are, because I haven't been ready twice. <laughs> That's a story for another time. All right. Ah, the honeymoon. A once-in-a-lifetime chance to get away with your new husband or wife or person and bask in the wedded bliss in an overpriced, perhaps even exotic location. I don't know where that is, but I wish we were there, T. <laughs> but despite the modern-day concept hot. of it's hot, roll me, baby, I'm hot. But despite the modern-day concept of intimacy and seclusion, post-wedding vacations haven't always been quite so enjoyable. Hmm. In fact, honeymoons have a pretty horrible history. Um, Of course they do. Here we take a look at some of the more shocking traditions. A month of wine. Hmm. Okay, so in principle, this sounds fantastic, but in truth, it was pretty grim. The idea of a honeymoon dates back as far as the 5th century in a number of European Mm. cultures when time was measured in moon cycles. Mm. At their wedding, couples were presented with a moon, or roughly one month's worth of mead, which was an alcoholic honey wine to drink together. Bring me my mead! That's right. (laughs) Squire! Bring forth the mead and make haste and post haste. Mm. Mead was believed to be an aphrodisiac, so couples were expected to binge on wine for 30 days to get drunk enough to establish intimacy. (laughs) Yeah, it holds true today, too. (laughs) Some things never change. It was then hoped that the couple would conceive their first child during this time. Bring me the golden child. (laughs) So many historians believe the term honeymoon was born from this concept. It's a moon's worth of honey wine, and it is so, so fine. All right, now on to kidnapping. Yes, kidnapping. (laughs) According to some historians, the honeymoon is a relic of marriage by capture. (laughs) Also something that still holds true to this day. The groom would hide his kidnapped bride away for months until her family stopped looking for them. (laughs) Or they became pregnant. At which point, it was considered too late for the marriage to be nullified. No, too late. To, yeah, it's too late. It's already got a bun in the oven. Too late. You're with me now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a bun. <laughs> Nothing says loving like unprotected drunk sex. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh. So it's believed that some poor men did this to avoid having to pay the woman's family a dowry. In areas such as China, South America, East and South Asia, Africa, and some European communities. Mm, A family affair. (laughs) While these days couples marry for love, supposedly, historically most weddings weren't about romance. They were about class and inheritance. Think pride and prejudice. The book or the movie. Your choice. Your choice. Mm. Because there was no need for the couple to be alone together, they would use the honeymoon experience to take a bridal tour, to visit friends and family who couldn't make the wedding. Spending your honeymoon visiting your in-laws at their place doesn't seem like the ideal post-wedding getaway. 
does it. <laughs> it's fascinating how these different customs on different continents have collectively helped shape today's understanding of a honeymoon as a cherished time away for newlyweds. The rich history behind the term connects cultures across millennia and reminds us of the universal desire for <laughs> happiness and love. Raise a toast to the notification bell to be notified when we drop new mediocre content. Ooh. Mm. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and we'll be back next week with what tea? I believe a full episode. That's Ryan. right, baby. That's right. Mm. We love honey wine. Tastes so fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm dying inside. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.